For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of projectlifemastery.com internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey, Life Masters. This is Stefan James from Project Life Mastery. And today I'm super excited to introduce you to someone who's made a massive impact in my life. His name is Dean Graziosi, and he's a New York Times bestselling author of the book, Millionaire Success Habits, and he's done over a billion dollars in sales to his name through his own knowledge business. And that's exactly what we're going to dive into today is how Dean Graziosi built his own knowledge business and how you can do the same, how you can share your message with the world and impact other people's lives through building your own knowledge business, extracting your knowledge or the knowledge from other people and make an impact and make a profit at the same time. So let's dive into the interview. I'm here right now with Dean Graziosi. Dean, thank you so much for taking the time. Do you mind sharing with people a little bit about your story? You have an incredibly inspirational story that I think will really resonate with people and and really inspire them. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. First off, man, I want to congratulate you for just doing what you do. The world needs more leaders to share what they've learned, right? That we're in this phase of, of confusion in the world. I think we're at a, a time when winter's coming, when a shift in the economy is coming, a shift in technology is coming, and people need that, that guiding light, the, the light post to, to, to head towards. And it's people like you making an impact, man. Since, since I first met you or heard of you, I kind of geeked out on some of the things that you've been doing. And uh, it's really good. It's really good. I, I think we're at a place where the world finally realizes that they just want to learn from someone who's already been there and not the person who says they've been there or not from someone who's never experienced it. So anyway, it just, it's a part of my passion. It's 22 years in the self-education business. And when I see somebody doing it right, I admire them. So I want to give that back to you. So pleasure to be here, man. So, you know, I'll tell, tell my story to the depth of 
it serving everybody listening. Listen, we all have a million things we could be doing right, be doing right now. So this time we're together, Steve, Stefan, um, I want to deliver massive value. So I think if my story helps anchor that you realize that no matter where you are in your journey to the full potential that you have to give the world, it's okay. And I've been there. So I think that'll help. So I'll just preface this when it comes to money, I know what it was like to dream and obsess someday that I could make a hundred grand a year. Um, I, I did, I had dyslexia in school, so I always struggled and I was never diagnosed. I just couldn't read. And when I did, I was just so damn confused. So then I just found a way to digress and I cheated on tests and found a way to skip certain classes. I realized now I was just a different kind of learner, right? I, I, I listened to an audio book every single week, but I couldn't read a book, right? So I always struggled in school. My parents didn't have money. We bounced around from apartments and trailer parks and my parents were split when I was three. We moved all over the place. So I think there was a couple of things about my childhood that kind of pointed me in the direction of being an entrepreneur is I hated not being in control. I'd have, my parents were married nine times by the time I was 20. So always moving, always new step-parents and step-brothers and step-sisters. And, and, and listen, I, I'm not saying poor me. That was my life. It was designed for me. I wouldn't change an inch of it. It made me the man I am today, the father I am, the, the, the person I get to be. But I think what that did is I felt so out of control as a kid, and maybe some of you can relate to that, is I felt like other people were in charge of my destiny, and I didn't think they were qualified to do so. So no matter where you are, whether that's your teachers, your parents, your spouse, your friends, your coworkers, sometimes it's like, holy crap, these are the people who are going to design where I go. I, I don't want to be any of them. I don't want to live their life. I don't want their income. I don't want the to make the choices they made. So I was lucky enough to realize that at a young age. My parents worked really hard, but they didn't have any money. They worried about it all the time. And they... And I just didn't like the direction they were going. So I found at an early age that I wanted a, a new direction and it drove me. But college wasn't for me because I wasn't that smart. Didn't even take my SATs. Um, and then my guidance counselor, I remember her telling me, well, you could work at the local factory or maybe you could work on cars with your dad. Like there was, there was no, like it was either college and in bright future, the way she made it sound, or uh, you're kind of screwed, boy. But, uh, you know, it could be good. You could. So that was the days I'm saying that that was the days where I dreamed. I wonder if I could ever make a hundred thousand dollars a year. And I went right out of school. I started working with my dad on cars in the collision shop and then drove a tow truck. And then I was lucky enough to find a couple of mentors in my town. They were just older guys in the real estate business. That's where my first kind of next level of income went, came from. And I was just young and dumb enough. And sometimes we all need to feel young and dumb and naive because the world has told us so many reasons why we can't make it that we start believing it at a certain age. But I was young and probably naive enough that there was two men, Richard, Richard Noto, Joey Noto, and Dominic Afuso, older Italian guys. They came from nothing. One of them went to like seventh grade. They were both millionaires, which was like, oh, like a millionaire. Uh, but they were just good dudes. And they they talked differently than my dad. They they made different decisions than my dad. They just, like, they seemed just happier. And my dad was a harder worker. Like, he was up earlier, stayed up later. But they found a different way. And I, I think there was... I'd love to say there was this epiphany, the sky opened and I started finding my mentors. It wasn't. I just started realizing if I do it this way, 
I could do better. If I do it this way, it's like hitting my head against the wall and keep saying it hurts. Well, then stop hitting your head against the wall. So I started adopting different habits and I got my first real estate deal um, with no money down from just trying. And, and so why I said that 100 grand a year, I just want to share today while we have this interview, while I hope to share things that help you like so many people have helped me. Um, I remember wishing for 100 grand a year and I got there. And I remember wishing for 100 grand a month and I got there and 100 grand a week and I got there. And then I remember getting to 100 grand a day. And then I remember getting to 100 grand by 12 o'clock every single day. So I've been through all of those, failed miserably in between, almost lost it all twice, sleepless nights, but also the other side of facing your biggest fears. I've had those accomplishments and that sense of freedom and that sense of control that I always craved. So there's a million things we can tell about our stories. I just hope you see that when I talk today, my brands and my companies, I just want you to know, have broken a billion dollars in sales. So I'm not talking out of something I think would work. I, I promise you I'll never share anything today that I didn't test and try. And I've been at wherever you are, broker than broke, in the middle, looking to scale, hit a glass ceiling, or crushing it, want to go to the next level. I've been on all of those. So I think that anchors in why maybe this is the day that you should really listen up. I love it. Now, I, I know your life, you've become who you are today because of self-education. You know, you mm -hmm. didn't go the traditional college university route, but you invested in yourself in other ways through courses and training programs and mentors and masterminds. Do you mind sharing just, you know, your experience with that? How did you first originally get into that whole self-education space, the self-development space, improving yourself, yeah. and how much of an impact has that made in your life? Yeah, so really great question. So I, I started, if, if, if this is the first time you're ever hearing from me, just so you guys know, I ignored social media until about a year ago because I've been in the infomercial space for 22 years. I shot my first infomercial in 1998. Uh, I had a company well over $100 million a year, and I was kind of ignoring social media until one day it hit me about a year and a half ago that I'm not providing a service to a different demographic and different uh, um generation that needs this value, that needs this. So I started geeking out and obsessing on social media and thank God I've gotten so much love back. We just passed 420,000 people growing uh, on Instagram, growing so fast. So, um, but I'll tell you why I went in the infomercial space. I, I was in my twenties and I was working really hard. I, I was trying to do as much as I could, unlike the people around me. And then I saw this infomercial with Tony Robbins. This giant man seemed inspirational. I pulled out a credit card. I bought his course. I got it delivered. And I gave someone money, and they gave me information that dramatically changed my life. I mean, not a kind of shift. Like, dramatically changed. Like, it was almost like my, my instinct. Like, if you believe in previous lives, and I don't know if I do or not, but if, if there was a previous life, I was someone in my previous life that was into personal growth, that I was successful, I accomplished a lot, and it was just locked away. And I started reading and, and listening to Tony Robbins, and all of a sudden it was like it was unlocked, and I just, I don't know if you've ever felt this way, I just believed every word he said, even though it was counterintuitive to everything I learned in school, everything I learned from my parents, everything I learned from my friends. It was like everybody taught me this table was white, and I listened, and this guy says, it's black, and I just believed him. And then Tony introduced me to Wayne Dyer and Eckhart Tolle and Coach John Wooden and all these different people. And I started obsessing on it and I started changing my habits. I started changing how I approach things. I started facing my obstacles. I started talking differently. I started thinking differently. I started wanting to make an impact plus make lots of money. And everyone around me thought I was insane. My parents barely like just thought I was nuts. They thought I was a dreamer. 
And then I went down that road of personal growth. And since like literally since I got that with Tony, I've, I've generated hundreds of millions of dollars, so much of it because of that mindset. But then I was smart enough to pay for speed. I got involved in masterminds. I, I joined a $25,000 a year mastermind over 15 years ago. Crazy at first, like 25 grand. But the first meeting I realized, oh my God, the collective wisdom in this room, I get an ROI on my time. I get an ROI on my money. I'm sure the same experiences with you. And then now, I, I mean, I have a $100,000 a year mastermind that I started with my buddy, Joe Polish. Uh, we started that. We sold it out in about two weeks. Uh, we're, we're doing something different with that now, but that was amazing. And I have, I have masterminds. Tony and I are launching a Tony, Tony Robbins now who started my life is now one of my dearest friends. We're working on a cool project together, but we're starting a $250,000 a year mastermind. Like masterminds have become my life because I realize, as Napoleon Hill said in Think and Grow Rich, that the world got addicted to general knowledge. And when it's not working in college, they go get more. And then they get a bachelor's and then they get a master's. And then they get a doctorate in generalized knowledge. And somebody comes in with specific knowledge and outdoes them every time. They, get, they go faster, quicker, and easier. So um, I know I kind of went all over the place, but if I look back at the one common thread of my success, yes, I have tenacity. Yes, I never gave up. Yes, I'm enthusiastic as shit because I know where I want to go in my life and I don't let anything get in my way. I've failed miserably and I didn't take those failures as poor me. I took them as a lesson. I hated them, but I took them as a lesson. I realized I got to pay my success tax. I'll continue to fail. I didn't listen to people who are unqualified to teach me all those things. But what really, if I look at one common thread is that I was smart enough. I got lucky enough to understand the value of learning from someone who's already been there, even if they're only an inch in front of me. I guarantee that there's things that you've done that would take me a year to figure out. I'd rather cut you a check and have you do a two hour or two day workshop on Zoom and teach me and my team. Like the ROI is massive. So anyway, that, I, I could go down that forever, but uh, that's how I feel about self-education. No, I, I love it. You know, I, I, I also was introduced to this world through Tony Robbins, uh, through his Get the Edge amazing. program. amazing, so many of us were. Oh, he's, he's been a blessing. And, and you know, he's the reason why I do what I do because when someone's made that kind of impact in your life, and I got into it when I was 17 years old, and I was in a really dark place, depressed, I was shy, but he was a blessing for my life. And when I was at that age, looking what direction I want to go in my life, he was my role model, and I just wanted to follow in those footsteps to make an impact in the same way that he did for me. So he, he, he's, he's incredible. Uh, yeah, same, same, for, same for me, man. I, I have to be honest with you. I, I, I was lucky enough to model other people, and I'd already got momentum. By the time I bought Tony's course, I already owned 18 apartments. I had, I had 10 houses being built. I was subdividing land. I had a tow truck company. I had a collision shop. I had an auto sales. I was probably making a couple hundred grand a year starting from nothing. So I was on this path. And then all of a sudden it was like I had a fire that was burning pretty good. And Tony Robbins came with a five gallon jug of gas and just dumped it on it, you know, and it opened my eyes. To, and, you're right, and the reason I did my first infomercial is because I paid for an infomercial and it changed my life. I wanted to do the same thing for other people. So I got his course in probably 1996. And in 1998, I filmed my first infomercial. Amazing. So I want to ask yeah. you then about, you know, you're on a mission right now with Tony Robbins. You guys have partnered yeah. up. Um, and you guys want to make self-education the new norm. Describe that for people. Why, why is this so important? Why, why self-education as opposed to the traditional, I guess, education system? Yeah, really, really great. And, and I'm so passionate about this right now because, uh, listen, 
I don't want to be jaded just because typical education threw me away, right? So that could be like, oh, you're just being spiteful. It's not the case. I just, it's broken. The, the education system is broken when only 27% of kids who get a degree get a job in that field. And out of the 27% of people who get a job, and it doesn't matter if you're older and you went to school 30 years ago, you know this to be true. Out of the 27% who get a job in that field, 52% of them hate the job they're in. So we're at about a 12% people who go to college and actually like their job, right? We have college debt at $1.5 trillion. College has gone up eight times while jobs have stayed, stayed flat. And unfortunately, we know this to be true that the college system was built for the industrial revolution. And we are in the information age. We're not in the industrial age anymore. And people are realizing, and that's why there's a massive, massive exodus to college. This is why J Janie or Jeannie Romney, she's the CEO of, of IBM. She just was at a conference. Listen to this. This is someone who's like, I mean, IBM, when I grew up, the main plant of IBM, the first one was across the river from where I grew up in Poughkeepsie, New York. Like that's white collar to the extreme. That's because I grew up a blue collar guy. You worked at IBM, you're a white collar, right? She gets in front of a conference and says, everybody forget white collar and forget blue collar. It's about new collar. It's about specialized knowledge because college just, this is what she said, college teaches general knowledge. When people come out, we have to train them for years. But if I can hire somebody with specific knowledge, they're immediately hireable if you can get them because they probably already own their own business. Like the world knows, the world is finally realizing when Tony started 40 something years ago, we had to yell loud. When I started 20 years ago, we had to yell loud. But people are starting to realize like I can go, I can go to Stefan and, and get the information just like that, or I could take five years to figure it out on my own. And they're, they're voting that self-education is becoming the new norm with their credit cards. Right now, this is crazy. The self-education business is a $355 million a day industry, every single day. And Forbes just released an article, they said within five years that'll triple. So the self-education business will be a billion dollars a day in the next five years. So what Tony and I decided, because we've been dear friends for about 10 years, and we always talk about doing a business together, but we have so much fun as friends, like, ah, let's just go golf. Ah, let's just go here. Let's just go. So we decided about a year ago, if we're going to do something, let's make an impact that'll last when we're gone. I mean, if you know anything about Tony right now, he doesn't have to work. Thank God I don't either. Tony doesn't have to work a day in his life, and he's the hardest working guy I know. It's all about impact. He wants to change his, before he goes to his final resting place, he wants to change as many lives as he can. And that's just a true story. There's no other reason that man is that driven. So we said, how can we do that? So what we decided to do is to get on the mission of making self-education the new norm and create a blueprint and create a software that helps people extract what they're good at, extract a skill, extract a passion and expertise and share it with the world for profit and impact. Because I think, I believe, in, and I'll, I'll, I might have digressed too much, but I believe at the end of our lives, if you could say you're 100 years old, you have, you have a choice. Would you rather make massive money or would you rather have made a massive impact on the world? I believe with all of me, because I've asked this to 10,000 people at once, everybody, when they really think about it, wants to make a massive impact. And what Tony and I believe is why decide? Tony and I, and so do you, we get to make a living for changing people's lives. Like, Oh my God, how blessed are we, the three of us, every day to do that? So what we wanted to do is pull back the curtain, show our 62 years of experience and create the blueprint and a software where people can extract their knowledge, share it with the right avatar, with the perfect customer, and 
sell it for a profit, whether that's a, a community or a group or a mastermind or, or a workshop and whether that's doing through Zoom like we're doing right now or live in person, we want to create the gold standard process that'll outlast us. So that, that's been our, that's been our uh, obsessive mission for the last year. Yeah, and you know, I share that same mission and that's why I partnered with you guys uh, on this because self-education has changed my life starting back in those days with Tony and it has continued all the way to today in my future. I'm always learning, growing, investing in myself. It's made me who I am today and I'm always trying to preach that for other people to invest more in yourself. Now, this uh, program that you guys have created is called the Knowledge Business Blueprint and for those of you that are watching or listening to this, this is a big deal because Tony hasn't launched a product in I think 12 years. Uh, So when he does something, you know it's gonna be big and you know it's gonna impact a lot of people's lives. And uh, if you wanna learn more about it, I'm gonna link it below for you guys, or if you go to www.projectlifemastery.com forward slash knowledge business blueprint, you can learn more about it. Uh, Dean and Tony and also Russell Brunson have put together some amazing training programs, tons of awesome value uh, for you guys to to learn more about it. But um, do you mind sharing just a little bit more about the knowledge business blueprint? Um, you You know, for somebody that's watching this right now, they might be thinking, well, you know, I, I don't have knowledge or I'm not an expert. Uh, how, how could this apply to me? Maybe they have that desire to make an impact, right? They want to yeah, yeah, help people, but they feel they don't have that expertise to be able to do that. Yeah, really good question. And, and so here, here's what I'll share is it is one of the fastest growing industries in the world, right? Money is pouring in. Like I look, I like to visualize a wave and I don't want to be behind the wave. If you're a surfer, where do you want to be? You want to be in front of it. So the wave pushes you, right? So I want to be in front of this wave. So now you're thinking, I'd love to make more money. If you're watching, you say, I'd love to make more money. I'd love to have more significance. We all, th- we all want significance for what we've worked for. But how do you do that through growth and contribution, right? So think about there's this wave of money coming in. I can impact people and I can make more money. Three amazing ingredients. But how? What am I going to share? Here's what I know. Tony and I have, have searched everywhere and we can't believe the type of people that are doing workshops, building communities, doing groups, doing masterminds, from a guy teaching kids how to do good fades with hair to, to extensions to how to be a better wedding photographer, endometriosis, a woman went through and had uh, uh, figured out how to cure herself. And all of a sudden, since she found the cure, she started sharing it. Now she does workshops and masterminds on how to help women and she's making insane amounts of money. So how do you, and we know our industry of masterminds and marketing and sales, but how do you discover if you have a skill or a passion or an expertise someone would pay? So Tony and I not only built a course, we spent almost a half a million dollars and created a software that helps you go through a process to extract something people would be willing to pay for. Then it reverse engineers it and shows you how to create the perfect uh, avatar of who would pay you for that. And then how to sell it, how to collect the money, and then how to deliver it. Do you wanna do you wanna do a Zoom call? Or do you wanna, you know, do an in-person at a hotel? I mean, I, I wanna back up here for a second and, and share this with you, but if Tony's got a group called uh, Platinum, right? It's $85,000 a year. And I said to Tony, would you rather do three Platinum groups or write another book? And he's like, hell yes, I'd rather just teach and get paid. Like the value is huge there. And we want to give people an alternative to writing a book or building a course or being a consultant. All three of those are amazing, but there's this whole other niche that technology has opened up for us. And, but I just want to share, if you are five or six steps ahead of somebody who's going to go through that path, you're the expert. 
I have a friend who's an accountant for 30 years. He's like, no one would pay me. The guy's doing $30,000 a month helping young accountants not make all the mistakes he made. And then I want to go upstream one more and, and please stop me at any time. I can get on a, a this is, you can tell this is passion to me. Um, but if you're not an expert, if you're young and you don't have a skill and you don't feel like people would pay for you, pay for what you know, then I want you to think about this. What about a niche that you love? that you could be the reporter of knowledge. Let me give you an example. Real estate was my life. I mean, I've helped so many people and I still own 300 houses. But if I said to you, everybody watching right now, people like to diversify their portfolio. If I said to you, hey, you want to diversify your portfolio, you want to make money at the markets turning, you want to profit on the way down, I'm going to do a two-day workshop on Zoom. It's a thousand bucks. And I'm going to show you how to do your first deal in 30 days. But I got to have a disclaimer. I've never done a real estate deal in my life. I did this on stage about three weeks ago. I said, who would give me that money? Not one person raised their hand. Then I said, okay, but okay, now I'm gonna do it again. I've never done a real estate deal in your life. Who would pay me $1,000 for a two-day Zoom call? But here's what I did. I went on Instagram and I found the top 10 real estate investors in the United States and I DM'd them. And out of the top 10, I got eight of them to jump on a phone call with me and I extracted their top 10 secrets for doing deals in a down market. Then I took all of it and I correlated it and I found the top seven ways from the best in the world to do your first deal in 30 days. Would you like to do a Zoom call with me for a thousand bucks for two days? The whole audience like, yeah, right? So the thing is, you could be the expert with the skill or you could be the reporter of the skill. People are just hungry for knowledge and you could be the facilitator of a community, of a group, of a mastermind, of a workshop. And what Tony and I wanna do is we created the gold standard. There's a lot of people kinda doing it half-assed if you wanna be honest. You're not one of them, that's why I'm on this call with you, that's why I'm doing this uh, video interview with you because I love what you're doing. But the fact of the matter is that's not the whole world. Tony and I just figured, Listen, we got 62 years of doing this. Let's create the gold standard. If people aren't following this model, maybe people won't even want to do it. So that's all of it lumped into one. And yeah. please ask any more questions. Yeah, and what, what you're referring to, you guys call it a knowledge broker, right? So you don't have yeah. to necessarily be the expert, but you can, you can partner with other people that are influencers, yep. that are the experts in their industry, and you can facilitate this event for them, the workshop, the mastermind, the virtual coaching program, or whatever it might be. And so you could be, if you wanted to, more the facilitator of that, the knowledge broker. Yeah, listen, or nobody, know, nobody knows this about Tony, but when he first started, he didn't go on stage for the first three years in his business. He would fill masterminds up and group training up, and then Jim Rohn would come and speak, and then they'd flip, split the revenue. So the, really, there's three ways. It's you're the expert with the skill. You're the reporter of skill, like Tony, money master the game. One of the best financial books of all time, he's not a financial guy, he interviewed financial guys. Or the third part is we're calling a knowledge broker is you partner with somebody who's got a skill, got an expertise, got a following, but they're not monetizing it and they're not impacting people. So you follow what Tony and I teach you, you get people in a room, they show up and teach, you guys split the profit. What Tony and I decided when we were gonna build this, we didn't want to, we wanted to make it for the experts. If you're an expert, you have a skill, you must do this. Like, hands down, you must. Like, if you die with knowledge in your head, you're doing a disservice to the world, and you should feel guilty for doing that. But we wanted to make it so if you're like, man, I love this industry, but I'm not quite the expert yet, okay, then follow the, the training we did on being a knowledge broker and partner, do what Tony did. You still get to be in this business, you still get to make impact, and you still get the profit. So we, want, we didn't want to leave anybody out. Love it. Now, I, I also put on my own mastermind events and I've actually started going through the training that you guys provided. And I already know for a fact it's going gonna, it's gonna to add a couple six figures to my masterminds that I'm doing. Um, 
And you know, I did, I kind of resisted doing masterminds initially when I first started my my knowledge business online. Uh, I was just more putting out content on YouTube, and I was more yep. an uh, online influencer. But I noticed there's a there's a totally different transformation connection and impact that you make in someone's life in person that you just don't get online. It's and I, I, I'm in, I, you know, I invest a lot as well, not as much as you, but going to mastermind, surrounding myself with other people that are like-minded, successful. And I think it's something that, you know, that we're in this information age, there's more than enough information and content out there, but people don't apply it. People don't value it as much because they're not really paying really? for that information unless they invest in a training program like what you guys are offering or they maybe come to a mastermind, an in-person event or even online too. But can you just share you know, what you've noticed? Yeah. You've impacted millions of people online. What have you noticed from the difference of the free information that might be out there that someone can still benefit from but actually coming out to a mastermind and why, why, that's, why people are willing to pay so much for that? Yeah, really, really good point. So. Um, first off, like think about it this way. If, if you had a hundred college kids and at the beginning of the semester, it's their first year, they're freshmen and a hundred kids, you said, here's all the books, here's all the assignments, no need to come to class, come back at the end of the semester with everything done. How many of those kids would come back? Right. The only the, the real go-getters self-motivated, what maybe 10%, what they really need is they need to be a part of a group. They need peer pressure. They need to learn from the people around them. They need a teacher to keep them accountable, to give them homework. And that's really what masterminds do. It's the collective energy, the collective wisdom. And that's why if you're a part of a group, a part of a community, it's why you go to workshops. People, And, and here's another thing too. Tony and I obsessed on this course. I think it's going to be the greatest course, the course that's ever been. It's going to set a new standard for any course that goes out. Like we pull people through. We we give them uh, during the course. You get to take a test at the end of every section. You could skip it if you want, but if you go through the section, you take the test, and you pass it, you accumulate points. And Tony and I have done unique training that's no place else. So we're bribing you to go through each section, pay attention. Pass this little quiz, get a bonus, get a bonus. Like we've done everything in our power to pull people through it, but most people don't in courses. And the fact of the matter is there's a book called Leverage Learning. I'm actually interviewing uh, the author uh, tomorrow morning. I'm excited about it. He said only about nine to 12% of people finish courses because there's nobody to keep them accountable. And that's why Tony and I geeked out on how to pull people through. But when someone learns live, whether even on the internet live or face-to-face -face live, it's more like a 90% retention because it's in your face. You're doing it. You had to show up. And, it, and even if you go all the way back to Think and Grow Rich, there's a whole section there talking about if people don't pay, they don't pay attention. They don't value the knowledge. He said that's why the school system is broken because kids don't pay. They can go if they want. If parents were paying for every single one and the kids weren't getting their their chore money, if they didn't attend school, it would change everything. So there's this combo of, I cut a check, I'm listening. And then this face-to-face -face of like, wow, this person did it, and now they're sharing it with me, and wow. And the third one that no one sees is that most entrepreneurs, and if you're watching right now, you're gonna know exactly what I'm saying. Most of you have had family tell you that you're a dreamer, or that you're crazy, or it won't work where you live, or it won't work in this economy, or there's too many people already doing what you do, and you should play it safe, and you should just basically settle, right? That's how most people talk to us, and all of a sudden you get in a group with like-minded people, and you go, yeah, I tried this new thing last week, but it failed. They're like, yeah, it failed! You know what not to do! Hey, let's figure out how to fix it! You're like, oh, 
this feels pretty damn good. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Like you're in a room of people who applaud your failures, applaud your success, instead of a room of people going, you're a dreamer, stop thinking big. So groups and masterminds, they just, they just change the world. And I think there's a lot of people, maybe even you watching right now thinking, oh, masterminds wouldn't be for me. That's what Tony and I are gonna change. We hope, I mean, in fact, we own mastermind.com. Like, we hope that in 10 years from now, when someone says mastermind, like, oh yeah, that's the way you change your life. That's self-education. I don't, neither one of Tony and I want people to go, oh, that's Tony and Dean. We want people to go, oh, that's just a way for me to become a better version of me. Mm, I love it. Yeah, you know, it's changed my life in so many ways. I think the challenge for a lot of people, they're consuming the information, they're reading the books, but if you're, ecosystem, your environment, your peer group, and who you spend time with, they're not in alignment with that. In many cases, they can kind of be holding you back unconsciously because the people in your life, whether you're aware of it or not, they're influencing who you are, your beliefs, your values, your decisions, your actions. And and I think it's more important than ever for people to, to surround themselves with people that are like-minded and whatever niche or passion that you might have, because you've all heard that who you spend time with is who you become. And you're the average of the five people you most spend time with. So making sure you surround yourself with those like-minded people is incredibly important. Um, now I want to ask, Let me ask you something. Yeah, okay, go, go ahead. Let me, can I ask you a quick question? Yes. With what you learned from Tony, is there anything that sticks out that you still think about on a regular basis? Yes. There, there's so many things, so many incredible things. But you know, even on this topic of masterminds and surrounding yourself with people, I remember a powerful story that Tony shared when he gave a speech to the, the US Marines and uh, the general asked him about, you know, they're inspired by it, but in a lot of cases, people in the Marines, they have such high standards, but those standards drop once they go back to their everyday lives. And Tony said it's because people's lives are, direct ref are a direct reflection of the expectations of their peer group. Because yeah, when you're in a peer group, an environment where there's high standards and expectations, you rise up to that. Like he shares that if you wanna get better at tennis, you got to place someone better than you or on that level. And if you're around people that are worse, then you're going to drop. But that, that's one of the most valuable things that I've No, that, it's so funny you say because it's one of my top ones too. And, and I see it in – it's so funny you say that because um, – and I just asked that because I have a couple that I learned from Tony in my 20s. And it's still something I think about every day. Like literally, he's one of my best friends. We talk every day now, but still, this is, if you asked me 15 years ago, if you meet anyone in the world, it would have been Tony because how he transformed my life. Um, but I watch, my son has been in baseball since he was three and he played on a club team. And by six, he was traveling all over. At eight, they won the state championship, like this amazing team, right? And man, he'd go there and have to hustle because every kid on that team was good. And my son batted first, had just, I'm bragging, but he had the best batting average on the team, best on base average on the team and doing amazing. But he played for so long, he kind of got burned. He wanted to take a year off. So this year he wants to go back and play. And he's like, I don't want to do the club team and travel all over. They had to travel all over the country at one point, right? He's like, I just want to play with my buddies in the local little league, right? My son goes there, he, 200 and something kids show up. Uh, he crushes the, the, they have to try out. He comes in fifth out of 200 kids, like top of the, like they, they got to make sure they put the top rank, just put one great kid on each team. And I, I have to be honest, a bunch of great kids on his team, but half of them never played before. They're not competitive. And I'm watching my son get worse every single week and it's driving me crazy. Like I want to pull him from the team because he can go in and play half ass and he's still the best kid on the team. And I'm watching him swing at bad pitches and not warm up and he doesn't want to practice with me. He's like, dad, I got this. And it's just such a prime example of that. Like he is lowering his standards to be a little bit above the people around him. 
And, and I just, I watch that on a regular, so anyway, yeah, I just asked you about that lesson because that's one of mine. So anyway, yeah, no, back no, to the other that, question. That's the sad reality. You know, most people, they're settling in their lives and, and, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, but there's people out there that are watching this. If you're watching this, it's because you want more and, uh, you want to go to another level in your life. Yeah. And I think one of the best ways to do that is to, is, you know, you can still have your friends and your family, but to upgrade that peer group from time to time, to be around those Absolutely. people that are playing life at that higher level, that's one of the best and fastest ways to pull yourself up. So Absolutely. Uh, and it's, it's proof of concept all around you, you know? Yeah. So, Dean, I want to ask you a few more questions before we wrap yeah, up. Yeah, let's but go. for those that are watching, again, if you guys are fired up and excited about this, um, again, check out the link below to the Knowledge Business Blueprint at www.projectlifemastery.com slash knowledge business blueprint. And because I've partnered up with Dean and Tony and I'm behind their mission, I've actually decided to put together some incredible bonuses that I want to offer to you guys for free if you sign up through me. Uh, these are bonuses that I've created that are complementary to the program that will help you accelerate it and provide my experiences, my own unique experiences about how I've also been able to facilitate masterminds and built my knowledge business uh, so that you guys can can do that as well. So all the information's below for you guys. Um, Dean, I want to ask. I appreciate, um, I appreciate you doing that, man. This is this is really something special. Like I said, we 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 don't take anything for granted. And when we decided to do this, it's like, listen, it's Tony. Listen, I know Tony's been in this business 20 years more than me. I'm not even trying to put myself on the same level. But as far as two people who've done it longer and bigger than anyone, there's really no two people more than Tony and I. We've been in it longer and bigger. So for us to create a course, this is this is something that's like legacy for us. It's if you've ever thought of doing anything remote, go, make sure you show up and be there. Watch what we're training. Watch, see what the course is all about. We have videos that explain it, but don't miss this because it's something really. It's kind of that once in a lifetime, once in a lifetime opportunity thing. Yeah, you know, and I, you know, one thing that you said, and I believe in too, I feel is a responsibility. We're, we're ethically obligated to share this knowledge and to pass this on with other people. And one thing that you've said is almost like having a hard drive of all this valuable information and knowledge and throwing it away. And um, yeah. I, I believe in sharing knowledge and helping other people with it so we can make that impact. So that's why I want to be uh, behind it and support you guys. But also just for my audience that's watching this, um, over deliver. You know, I believe in over delivering and providing more. And I mean, the program itself and what you guys are offering and the bonuses you guys have is mind blowing. But I want to make it irresistible for people and have yeah, and that's no really excuse cool whatsoever not to go for it. Yeah. You had a couple other questions. I don't want to miss those. Yeah, I got, you know, I got you know, sidetracked for a second. So, you know, one, one part of my audience, you know, they love habits. And I know you've created an awesome book called Millionaire Success Habits. I'd love for you to share just what are certain habits that either benefited your life that have helped you get to where you are today or things that you've observed from other millionaires or people of success. Yeah, so th there's a lot of, there's a million different habits, but first off, I want to frame habits differently. Like I think sometimes people think of habits like, ah, oh, I don't want to change habits, but there are habits right now. There are things you do in a repetitive nature that are really holding you back to go from a hundred grand to a million a year or a million to 10. And, and just remember it this way. The habits that got you out of Egypt are not necessarily the habits that'll take you to the promised land, right? So if you're here today, that means you said yes to a lot of things in your life when you said yes to working harder, you said yes to risk, you said yes to opportunity when everybody else told you you were nuts. You said yes to overcoming that inner fear, that inner self-doubt, and you said, shut up, I'm doing this anyway. Those things got you here. That got you out of Egypt. 
But to go to that next level, sometimes we have to say no. We have to start deciding. So uh, one of my biggest habits that I still do on a regular basis is I figure out the things I should not be doing. We all have a to-do list. I talk about this a lot, but I talk about it till the day I die because it's one of my biggest secrets is I'm always observing what I do on a regular basis. And I decide, is this really moving the needle in my life towards where I want to go? And I mean, listen, we're all over max. We all got this thing in our pockets controlling our lives. And if you don't start saying no to certain things, you'll never have times to say yes to the things that actually could take you where you want to go. So one of the habits I do on a regular basis is I look at what eats up my day, what eats up my week. And I'm always trying to figure out how I can do one of three things with that. One is, if it's my unique ability, me on camera, me creating courses, me on video, me inspiring, me on stage, I can't replace that. I have to do that. Me being with my kids, me coaching Little League, me coaching softball, me picking my kids up from school like I'll do today, I can't replace that. But pretty much everything else, I try to figure out if I can automate it, delegate it, or eliminate it. And as you go, there's certain things. And listen, if you're at 50, 100 grand a year right now, and you're like, Dean, I can't really hand off anything. There's some things, there's some crap you're gonna have to do. But really start thinking about an ROI on that crap. Could you go work in the space that gets you a check and then take that check and pay somebody $15 an hour to go do some of that crap? I've been doing that for so long that it's like part of my culture. I'll look and I'll go, oh my God, I can't believe I'm still doing that. Time to hand that off because I can go deeper, I can create a new sales video, I can create a new course, I can strengthen my partnership with Tony Robbins, we can launch a new product together, I can pay somebody to do these things. So I guess the habit is make a not to-do list because it's more important than a to-do list. And when you write down all the things you do, if you can automate it, do it. A lot of technology takes away crap off your plate. If you can delegate it, Get a virtual assistant from the Philippines. Get your nephew, your cousin, a friend to do some of the things that you shouldn't, that you get an ROI on. And then the last thing, and this is the hardest one, there's a lot of shit in your life you need to eliminate. There's a group of friends that do nothing but talk about how bad the president is or how bad the economy is or how bad blah, blah, blah. There's, there's, there's just things you do that's like, like a hypnotic rhythm and you don't even realize you're doing it anymore. There's a project you started five years ago that you're not even passionate about anymore, but you think you got to finish it. Quit it. Stop it. Throw it away. You do those three things, you'll have four to five hours a week open up just like that, that you can work on you and your self-education. Very true. That's one of them. Last question. If you could uh, go into a time machine and go back to 20-year-old Dean, what advice would you, get, would you give to yourself? <laughs> really great question. Um, I would say um, don't believe your thoughts because they lie to you obsessively. Um, and I don't even know if I would, like, I, I'd have to figure out how to translate that to my 20 year old self because my 20 year old self would go, yeah, but you don't know what's going on in my life. The fact is like, I would have used the word, but the fact is I don't have money. The fact is my partner is an asshole. The fact is I don't live in a good area. That's all relative facts are nothing more than, than our, and most of you know this, but I, I want you to hear it maybe for the first time. Facts are nothing more than our perception of a situation, right? I mean, simple as it sounds, you could get in a car accident, someone else's fault. They pull out in front of you, you smash. What's the situation? Car accident. One person gets out and says, you idiot, my car insurance is going to go up. I'm late. What, do you know how to drive? Are you a fool? Someone should take your license. What's your name? Call the police. What's your attorney's name? I'm going to sue you, right? Someone else gets in a car accident, gets out and goes, hey man, you okay? 
oh man, you know, I know those blind spots. I've been in accidents before, but that's what we got insurance for. Hey, you want to grab lunch while the tow trucks come? Same situation. It's our perception. It's the story we tell ourselves. It's how we think through it. I'm in a phase in my life now. I just turned 50 this year. It's, it's part of my wiring. When a situation comes and I feel like sick to my stomach, I'm like, okay, what am I thinking about that? Like I observe my thoughts. I prove that it's a lie. Like how many times have we had something go wrong in our business and go, oh my God. And we go down this road of like, if this happens, then I won't have the money. Then I, then I'm going to do this. Then I, oh my God, then I'll have to go get a job. And then I'll look like a failure. Like you go down this path of crap. Like we stack all the negativity and that all starts from our thinking. So if I could go back to my 20 year old self, I'd say, listen, Dean, as crazy as this sounds, your thoughts lie to you every day. We have two voices inside of our head. Did you ever walk in a room and you're talking to a friend who comes in and he's saying, hell would they wear that? Like something silly, like we always have two voices. So split those two voices. And when you're telling yourself that you can't make it or you're stressed or it's not going to work or the hill's too high to climb, have this other voice go, that's bullshit. I'm going to go prove it's wrong. I'm going to prove it's a lie. We got this. And I just, I do that unconsciously now, but it took years to, to make that happen. So I would shake my 20 year old self and say, your thoughts lie to you, observe them, prove them wrong, replace a bad thought with a good thought, life changes. Awesome, that's great advice. So listen, Dean, I wanna say thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you guys for watching this video. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it a lot and got a lot of good nuggets from it. And again, check out the Knowledge Business Blueprint. This is something I'm excited about, Dean's excited about, you, you know, everybody on the internet is talking about it right now because it really is revolutionizing this self-education uh, industry. So again, the links for that are below, projectlifemastery.com slash knowledgebusinessblueprint. And my bonuses that I'm offering at www.projectlifemastery.com slash knowledgebusinessblueprint bonus. Okay, so all that information is below for you guys. If you guys enjoyed this, hit the thumbs up on YouTube. Leave a comment below and share what was something that really stood out for you that Dean mentioned here that you're going to apply to your life. And uh, Dean, I want to say thank you again so much. How can people find out more about you and what you're up to? Um, I try to go live or do an Instagram story every single day. I feel blessed. Instagram, I had hardly any followers a year and a half ago. We're at 420,000 followers. I got an amazing audience there. And I kind of, that's my favorite right now. So at Dean Graz, you'll see, find me on Instagram and and you know, all that other stuff. My books are everywhere. And, and, uh, truly though, I, I, before we leave, I just want to commend everybody who's watching this to the end because everybody just, you know, everybody wants another level of life, but there's very few people willing to do the work, willing to gain the education, willing to put in the action. And if you're still here at the end of a 40, 45 minute interview, that means you're an action taker and, uh, gain those capabilities and go get it. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much, Dean. We're going to link everything below for you guys to check it out. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you again soon in the next video. Take care. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.